You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. For Jordan Love. 37. Here he is throwing in the middle. It's caught by Watson. He's got great speed. Turning the corner. Christian Watson down the sideline. And he will score. This one is the stunner. You basically feel like, all right, this Eagles team sort of has this thing under control. And then Christian Watson hits the Jets again. Six touchdowns now in the last three games. He is really something. When he gets in the open field and running, that was some throw by Jordan Love, too. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome to Packers Total Access. My name is Clayton. You can check us out on Packernet.com. You can find me on Twitter at Packers underscore access. If you'd like to email the show, you can send a message to Packers Total Access at gmail.com. You can text the show at 865-658-5824. I'm joined tonight by Jacob from uh, Packernet Fantasy Podcast, and we got a special guest on tonight, a little bit of recruiting that Jacob's done. Uh, this yeah. guy has got some awesome, awesome uh, tape breakdown on YouTube. we got our buddy Malcolm in the house. Uh, how you doing, Malcolm? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Oh, we're great, man. We're great. We're ready to to geek out over some uh, some football tape here, man, and, and more specifically Jordan Love. I think everybody's excited to see what what Jordan can do this year. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's funny how many people are doubting him, right? But yeah, I think yeah. the uh, the realistic football fans are all saying, "Hey, look, we don't know exactly what we got. Let's see what happens when the lights turn on, right?" And uh, just for those of you who don't know, Malcolm, you can find him on YouTube. He's got a YouTube channel called Big Mac Breakdowns, and you can find him on Twitter at HotBoyMK underscore. Now, Malcolm, you were originally from Milwaukee, right? And now you're down there yes. in Dallas holding those Cowboy fans uh, at bay, right? <laughs> hey, they hate it. I, I call this Lambo South. I call it Lambo <laughs> South. They don't like it. They don't like it at all. I'm all about it, man. Let's do this. Let's jump right in, man. First and foremost, uh, you know, one of the big breakdowns that I've seen here recently, Malcolm, was uh, um, Jordan Love, you know, the tape getting broke down by uh, first ballot Hall of Famer Kurt Warner. And and some of the things that kind of stood out to Kurt as I took notes, you know, he talked about what he's seen, especially in the Philly tape, and he's seen a little bit in the Kansas City as well, but a big improvement from that one Kansas City start to uh, Jordan filling in for uh, an injured Aaron Rodgers in Philly. He said, you know, he was accurate when he was set, right? When when the back foot hit the ground and it was planted, he was accurate delivering the football. He talked about him being very decisive within the system. He he understood the system very well. He processed very quickly. You didn't see him uh, try to do too much, really. He took what the defense gave him, that type of style. I've also got a preview here from uh, Lindy's uh, football preview, and this is what they said about the Green Bay Packer quarterback room. said, after three years of waiting and watching, Green Bay is anxious to see what love can do. Love played in four games in 2022 and finished the year 14 to 21 for 195 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, and a passer rating of 112.2. During a 40 to 33 loss at Philadelphia on November 27th, Rodgers left the game with a rib injury early in the fourth quarter. Enter Love, who went six of nine uh, for 113 yards, had a passer rating of 146.8, and led the Packers to 10 points on his two drives. Love uh, has fantastic arm talent, can throw from several different angles, has nifty touch on deep balls, and extremely large hands, 10 and a half inches. Uh, Love's scrambling ability also brings a new dimension to the offense. What Love doesn't have is experience, so he can uh, expect defensive coordinators to throw anything and everything his way this fall. Fifth round uh, draft pick Sean Clifford is the front runner to win the number two job. So with that being said, you kind of hear – the big comparison we heard coming into that draft, Malcolm, was, you know, Patrick Mahomes. And, I, and listen, everybody calm down. We're not saying he's Patrick Mahomes. He's got a long oh, way to go. But <laughs> he, could, he could throw off platform. He could throw from different angles, yeah. things like that. And those are all positives. Those are all pluses, right? So let's mm-hmm. do this, man. Let's share your screen. And let's just have some fun here, man. I want you to kind of dive into a few of the plays that really stood out to you when it comes to Jordan Love. Clayton, and, can I – we got we to gotta acknowledge real quick that uh, on the first ever program, we're about to get the man in trouble with his uh, girlfriend because they, he canceled his date 
last minute <laughs> to come on this show today. So you guys got to give give him some special love because that's dangerous. Please, man. Like nah, I was I was in the kitchen like kind of <laughs> kind of scared to tell her. Like, <laughs> man, how you gonna feel about this? All right. We got Aaron so, Rodgers yeah. can't make it to OTAs, but Malcolm yeah. can't today, bro. Come on. We know who's committed over here. That's right. Let's do it, man. What do we got here, Malcolm? Talk to us, man. All right. So this first play, uh, we're going to have Jordan Love running play action. And like I said on my channel that the Packers want to run play action. They want to run a lot of play action. They want to run the ball. So it's only right that they throw off play action. So what we're going to have first, we're going to have this. X receiver on the out route. We're then going to have this receiver at the top of your screen. Excuse me. Can you see it? He's going to be yep. on the back side in route. Play fake going to the right of the formation. And watch as Jordan Love, when he drops back, he goes through his progressions really well. Initially, that first read will be this out route to the bottom of the screen, but he's going to come back and hit this dig route really nice. So as I clear the screen, you can walk it through a little bit. Oops, stop. And Jordan Love, compared to Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, he has sort of a quicker play action fake. I think, like, Aaron Rodgers, he really tried to sell it, and I think it threw off the timing of the throw sometimes. Uh, most notably in the play, it was a sort of a – I think it was a flood concept in week one through Minnesota. And Christian Watson was running that, uh, running the crossing route. And he just did not throw in the ball because he was still going through his progressions uh, with the play action fake. But as you can see, Jordan Love pulls it right away. And he's already ready to throw. And as you can see, as we stopped it, all the, D -line, all the defensive linebackers are sucked into the run. So as we continue with forward, there's nothing but opportunity in the middle of the field for this dig route. And Jordan Love see that, and as you can see, he's already ready to throw the ball. At this point, this is pitch and catch. And as I continue forward, he hits him. Of course, I wish he was in stride. He could have probably got some yards to catch. But this was back in 2021, so this was Jordan Love's real first live action. And he was already ready to make throws like these. And, again, like, I think that Jordan Love can attack the middle of the field, another thing that – wasn't really Aaron Rodgers' forte. He could, but he liked to throw more to the boundary. And that's something that is going to be different to see in this offense, in my opinion, this year. Because I think Jordan Love, he even got in trouble in some plays uh, throwing across the middle. But just the fact that he's wanting to go across the middle, attack the middle of the field to open up other opportunities later on in the game. So, again, like, I see him, like, again, if you stop it right here, he wants to – he knows that uh, he's able to just get to his drop. Look at his feet, feet square. And he's just letting it rip after this. And I think his mechanics, I always loved his mechanics. He never really Same had that release, in my opinion. He's cleaned some things up. I know they talked about him having like a little hitch when he's ready to throw the ball, and that kind of threw off some of the timing. But I thought he was cleaning it up right away, especially our play action, because, again, that's important in the Matt LaFleur offense. And I believe that Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, I think Romeo uh, – not Romeo Dobbs, uh, Grant DeBose is a sneaky wide receiver that's going to probably be on the receiving end of this play. He's going to be my dark horse uh, for wide receiver three, wide receiver. Write it down. Write it down. Put it in the books. I, I watched Grant DeBose and <laughs> – he he is a he is a dog man, and he is able to separate too. He has a little shiftiness in his route running, so I could see him being on the receiving end of his play. Uh, but especially, I, I think Christian Watson takes a step as a route runner this year as well. So he's going to be able to create separation. And this is against cover. I, I want to say it's cover three. What do y'all think? Is this cover three or cover one? Like if I run it through slower. Yeah, to me that looks like cover three. And you've yeah, you've got like the backers. The backers are playing that underneath zone. Um, yeah. yeah, that to me looks like cover three for sure. And that's where you want to hit it. Really, you get the play action to suck the backers up, and uh, and hit it right beyond them that mid level. And, and you know that's what they talked about with Jordan Love. You know, going down the field, 
he does have pretty good touch. Like you said, you'd like to see him hit him in stride, but again, this yeah. was two years ago. But yeah, I think I think what he's looking at right there is a cover three. It's it's so hard, isn't it, Malcolm, to determine nowadays because defenses play even when they're in zone, they play man principle sometimes. So um, yeah, but yeah, you know, you talked about him um, with the play action and how he's a lot quicker than 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 Aaron is, right? With you know, yeah. uh, completing the play action, you'd rather be early than late. That's for yeah. darn sure. And, you know, sometimes yeah. you see receivers running open with, with Aaron, you know, off a of play fake, and you would think, okay, why didn't he throw it? I'm sure that came into uh, came into factor many times, that he's a little late off the play fake. Therefore, that window he might not be as comfortable throwing to. And uh, you yeah. hit the nail on the head, too. Aaron, with that arm talent, ever since he got in the league, he wanted to work the boundaries, right? Um, yeah. That's something he did, but – the things you pointed out on that play, man, is huge. Uh, going through his progressions, side adjustments, attack, and you know, uh, just uh, just being able to attack the middle of the field and and just really taking uh, what the uh, not just the scheme is giving him, but the defense is giving him here because you can tell, man, they're like, okay, yeah. Jordan's in there, they're just going to run the football. I mean, they really yeah. bite up, and hey, this is what's awesome. Once mm-hmm. he starts to establish himself and has a little bit of success with those type of plays, what's going to happen? They're going to start fading back a little bit, and that's going to open up the run game. So right. you got anything there, Jacob, before we move on to the next play? No, I mean, I was just thinking I was uh, watching, like I said, your videos, and you did mention a lot that you thought play action would be the key to success and a little bit yeah. branching off of that. Does that mean that you expect Aaron Jones to get a bulk more of the carries this year, like really start using him, especially if it's his last yeah. year, his last two years, really start making him a feature back because he is just an unstoppable force, like, you know, averaging five, five and a half yards a carry or whatever. So what do you think about that? So, yeah, Aaron Jones never averaged less than four and a half yards per carry in his career. Uh, And on my running game uh, video, I mentioned that uh, Aaron Jones should get at least 15 carries. And just to quote myself a little bit, like they like to switch it up between carries and touches. No, I think he should get actual 15 carries and, we seen from the Kansas City game, they're going to pile the box to start off with Jordan Love until he shows that he's able to pretty much make plays like this and punish them uh, for bringing eight men down into the box. Uh, ball and all, like, I think that Jordan Love, he soon he's going to show that, hey, if you, you can bring eight men into the box, but don't be surprised when I pull it in. And another thing <laughs> that I, I wanted to mention that I liked about the way he does play action is, the common theme is that you can't see the coverage once your back is turned and you're doing that play fake. But since he's pulling it quick, you, as you can see on the screen, everybody is still in the stem of their routes. They haven't even made they haven't even made it to their breaks just yet. So yeah. I think that if Jordan Love can continue and granted, still have uh, those little nuances to play action, but just don't make it a habit uh, on every single play action because it's not going to be any uh, surprise to it anymore. I think this is surprise you more than just holding it for two, three seconds. Uh, this is actually like, oh, snap, I got to get back into my hook. I got to get back into my hook zone. I don't have mm-hmm. enough time. And as they trying to drop back, as you can see, the ball is already gone. Uh, yeah. So, yes, uh, going back to your question with Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones should have a career career year. I'm not uh, – I said he could have close to 2019 production. I could see 10 uh, – touchdowns for Aaron Jones this year I, I would say split the touchdowns between catches and runs but not the carries the carries should be at least 15 carries Aaron Jones is a is an all pro-esque back in my opinion so uh he's going to benefit Jordan Love in the passing game as well and that's I'm excited to see that who's uh who's your RB3 real quick <sighs> Tyler Goodson <laughs> Tyler Goodson <laughs> yeah. Tyler Goodson uh he shows some stuff. He shows some stuff. If he can show that, if he can show that he, let's say he put on some more weight and can take a, I would say if he could get about five, 10 carries in one game, let's say uh, the Packers blowing them out or something like that, hopefully, or, you know, <laughs> we get an injury or something like that to one of the running backs. I think Tyler Goodson can come in and affect this offense, not only in the running game, but in the passing game, because he, he works well out in space. I like him on those pony formation swing passes. I like him in the screen game. He shows some in the screen game in the preseason. I think he just needs the opportunity, you know, yeah. even if it's just in that uh, Tyler Irvin type of just sweep role. Right. I, I just need Tyler Goodson on this 53. <laughs> nice. Love it, man. Love it. Yeah. All right, bro, let's move on. Let's move on to play number two here. What we got uh, with the – All right, uh, for play game. number two, 
I have another concept that the Packers like to run out of play action. And I, I broke this play down on my channel. Uh, but to bring it to you guys, uh, they're going to be on this concept called Yankee. And Yankee is you have Romeo Dobbs here at the top. He's going to be running this post. And then you got Jawan Renfrey. He's going to be running this crossing route underneath. And this is another play action. So I think the play action is going to this side of the formation. So uh, this is kind of how the play concept looks. Uh, the Packers ran this out of a lot of different formations. They didn't just run it under center, but I do expect the Packers to run a lot more under center this year, uh, which is going to help the play action as well because, again, you don't know if you're running. You don't know if they're passing. So I'm just going to kind of walk it through a little bit. He sends Amari Rogers in motion. Play action fake. And now you see, again, another quick play fake. And look at the linebackers. Where are they? They're out of position. They are – they're toast. <laughs> yeah. They're toast. They they are not able to get back into their hook zones in time. And at that point, again, Jordan Love delivers a beautiful pass on this play. That's, I never get over watching this play because dude, this is where I knew – this is where I knew yeah. Jordan Love was my quarterback. And this was preseason, right, Malcolm? Am I thinking this is, right? This is – Oh, uh, well, yeah. yeah, week two, week two of the 2022 preseason. Yeah, with the, yeah. dude, this, this throw right here, that is an NFL throw. Yeah, this is an NFL throw, and the Packers going to run this quite a bit. Like, I think that uh, we didn't really – we seen a lot of it early on. I believe when Aaron Rodgers, when we were running pony formation, we would fake the wide zone out the, uh, out the shotgun. Aaron Rodgers yep. will pull it and throw. I think he liked running this play more out of shotgun. But if Jordan Luck can execute this under center and consistently, maybe even um, against the too high defense, he could probably hit that deep post uh, running through the middle of the field. But this yep. is against, it uh, looks like cover three with man principles. Uh, it looks like that's what it looks like to me so far. It look, you could yep. say cover one. Yeah, 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 but yeah, to me, again, like, like I, to me, I, since this linebacker dropping into the flat at the bottom or yep. the safety, it kind of looks like cover three to me. But yeah, again, like if Jordan Love, that that's what is one thing that I do have a question about Jordan Love. Can he hit that deep shot? But I think he's going to take this. He's going to take this crossing route. I would say at least seven times out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I think the deep shots will probably be li not limited because we can't do it, but limited because I think. I think Matt LaFleur will be okay with hitting the underneath, hitting the uh, open man pretty much and letting the playmakers do what they do instead of yeah. just having to force the ball down the field. This is how our chunk play – I believe this is how our chunk plays are going to look in 2023. Yeah, absolutely, man. And you got that eye candy with with Amari on the jet, um, all that. I mean, you're going to see yeah. you're gonna see more and more of that. And, you know, and we did a disservice to him. <laughs> uh, hey, man, listen. <laughs> I, you know, I was actually listening earlier today, not to get off topic, but Jason Wildy was talking about how he had a conversation with Aaron Rodgers. And if I understood correctly, I was going to play it on a pod uh, later this week. He said that he asked Aaron, uh, you know, did were, were you kind of anti-Amari Rodgers, for lack of a better way of explaining it? You know, were you kind of on board with that? And he said no. He said he was not put in a position to succeed. Like, yeah. he, you know, he didn't get an opportunity to – really grow up in that offense and they just shoved him back there to to punt return kick return and that's something he wasn't yeah. you know wasn't built for I, I don't think he got a fair shake either man to be honest i with like you, the way he ran dude like the just the, his body level and like he, he just looks strong you know what i mean yeah and absolutely. and amari I, I said i had a uh a redraft video where i draft i uh the where i did the original pick yeah yeah of course the original pick was amari rogers and i kind of defended him uh, a little bit saying that he just wasn't a punt returner. I know he did it in college at Clemson, but it, I play, I play, for example, I played baseball, I played center field, and it could get them lights can really get in into your eyes. Like, and you can miss a couple every now and then. I think with the pressure, you add the pressure onto Amari Rogers, like he probably just couldn't handle it, but he made plays as a receiver. I would say yeah. he made plays as a kick returner and a running back in the preseason because we yeah. gave him a few uh, manufactured touches and things like that. So yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. So it's all about maximizing the receiving potential uh, on this, like, especially when we're going to be running a lot more, I would say quick hitters, a lot more play action. It's all about the playmakers in this uh, offense 
this year, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I agree, man. Players, players win them, coaches lose them, right? That's what they say. Yeah. So, all right, brother, let's move on to uh, play number three. What you got? Okay, for uh, play number three, I'll take y'all here because I love this play. I love watching this throw too. Again, staying on attack in the middle of the field, which Jordan Love likes to do. And I think, again, I said in my last – or I said on the last clip that uh, our chunk plays might look a little different, but I think we will still be able to attack the middle of the field. Like I said, when Jordan Love gets these two high safeties, mm -hmm. I think all he sees is food at that point because I know he <laughs> – not saying I know he's attacking, attacking the middle of the field, but he's definitely going to take that shot if he's there. And I just yeah. want y'all to kind of – uh, go into your imaginations. Let's let's project <laughs> some of the 2023 receivers and tight ends onto this play. Because right here we got Jay Sternberger. This is back in 2021. He's going to be running a seam up the middle, up into that. Uh, uh, excuse me. They're going to. He's going to be running that seam up into that too high safety look, and this is going to be versus Tampa too. Uh, so. And just to explain Tampa 2 real quick, guys, for those of you listening on the pod, Tampa 2, you've basically got, you know, you got two on the shelf. They've got, uh, you know, half uh, half deep responsibilities. And you typically have a middle linebacker that's going to drop and take away that seam. OK, that's what made, you know, it, it became famous in Tampa Bay with Tony Dungy because he had Derek Brooks, who just had freaking world class speed. For a middle linebacker, he could cover that seam better than anyone. And of course, you had Simeon Rice and uh, and Warren Sapp getting getting Warren four Sapp. man pressure. God, Warren Sapp yeah. ruined our lives for a long time. Man, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? There was a poll saying who were the Packer rivals like in the last twenty years or something like that. And I I, I didn't see Tampa Bay on that list. And I'm like, they used to terrorize Brett Favre. They used to terrorize him. <laughs> Go ahead, though, man. Yeah, so uh, so again, let's imagine this is Luke Musgrave or Tucker Craft. This time, oh end. come on! <laughs> and I already know your, your mouth is watering at that point. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, the slot receiver who is Amari Rogers, he's going to be on this short hitch route, and then on the outside, who is Devin Funches? He's going to be coming around on this big oh, Funches. That's right. So the this two man concept is. I hear it's called Salem, uh, but the Packers add a seam route to kind of create more of a dagger uh, type of concept. And dagger is pretty much right up in here. You're going to stretch the field. You're going to stretch the field vertically with the seam, then come underneath. But you can have it either or on this play. You can hit pretty much any of these routes on this play. So I'm going to highlight the defender right here because this is where the Tampa 2 comes in. He's going to try to get depth. He's trying to get dead because he's going to have to try to carry that seam up. But as we run the play through, I'm going to walk it through. As you can see, Jay Sternberger. Now, if Jay Sternberger running past linebackers like this, Luke Musgrave is definitely running past. <laughs> and that might sound a little bit of Homer-ish, but I think I think it's possible. And Jordan Love gets to the top. He sees it. and he's throw, He's on his way to throw this ball before the receiver is open. He's throwing this guy open pretty much. And he's finding yeah. a hole in that cover too, taking it for a good chunk play. And I think, like I said, if Luke Musgrave or Tucker Kraft are, is on the receiving end of this, I think at least from 50 yards, if this is at like if we're at midfield or at that 40 yard line, this is very much well a touchdown in my opinion because. Again, Jordan Love is not afraid to attack, attack the field. He's going to get the ball out on time if you get open or if you're looking like you're about to get open. He could throw with good anticipation. So, yeah. And it's a history, like I said, probably like three or four or five times now. He's not afraid to attack the middle of the field. And I can stop it right here. I'm going to stop it right here because let's say that the linebacker does – let's say that this linebacker does get depth on this play – you still have to account for this underneath dig route. And yep. not, I don't know if Jordan Love could fit it into a window like this. I'm pretty sure he would try if he had to. But as you can see, this hitch route is still open. Like yep. So he has multiple options on this play. But he takes the chance and he's able to throw that seam route. And, like, it's not I, – I, I really can't pinpoint the last time where I felt like Aaron Rodgers attacked the middle of the field and I was sure – about the outcome like i could be sure about not saying i could be sure every time about jordan love but 
again, if he's going to make smart decisions like this, because he has made this throw and threw in interceptions, he did it against Kansas City in the preseason game. But so he will have to make sure he's not making those uh, rookie mistakes for that matter. Take the check down if you have to. But I'm confident with him throwing this pass, and especially if he's trying to make the play to push the ball down the field. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Absolutely. And if you if you were to remove that seam route, what you have is a concept that LaFleur absolutely loves. They ran it yeah. against Philly with Jordan in the game. It's called wrap, where you basically wrap. got that sit or that hitch underneath, and then you've got the deep dig on the uh, over top of it. It's a high-low concept. Now, you throw in a trips formation like at a trail, whatever you want to call it, and you throw in the seam route. What you've got there is they seen – this team run a lot of Tampa too, I guarantee you. Now, you're not game planning as much in the preseason, but going into that that week, I guarantee you, it's, hey, look, they like to play a lot of Tampa too. The goal is to walk that mock out. And if you mm-hmm. walk that mock out and he goes with the seam, like you said, you can hammer that dig. Your safety valve is underneath. Plus, you probably got a little – I'm trying to look at the backside. Yeah, you got a little, uh, a little leak on the halfback side too, a little T leak. That's a yeah. little safety valve there, too, if protection breaks down. But Jordan stands tall, climbs yeah. the ladder, steps up in the pocket. Man, he delivers a great ball. I remember this throw and going, hold up a minute. Just, yeah. <laughs> I, I call that the base, right? When you attack yeah. a cover two, and everybody's got their little nicknames and everything, but when you attack a mm-hmm. cover two defense like that in Tampa 2, Tampa 2 typically takes the base away if you've got a solid middle linebacker. So you've got yeah. the base, which is in between the two safeties, and then you've got what I call the bunkers, which are on the sidelines in between okay. the, uh, the the hook route or the hook zone and the deep uh, deep half. So um, he played this perfect, though, man. He anticipated it. He's seen, all right, it's Tampa. Yep, he's got him beat. Bang it in there. Boom. Yeah. Beautiful throw. Yeah, and to, piggy, uh, to piggyback on what you said, Jordan Love standing tall, in the pocket, I mean, he's uh, I think he measured in at six four and then yeah. some, and hmm. that's gonna be I'm anticipating, I should say, because mm-hmm. he could he's also athletic. I think he ran like a four six flat, yeah. something like yeah, that. It was, four, there was five. multiple recordings of it, and we we talked about it on past podcasts. He's right there yeah. in the same ballpark as Aaron Rodgers ran when he was rook. So, you know, you we yeah. remember how Rodgers could move around too. Yeah. Back in the day. Back before so, yeah, you got some yeah. old man legs like I got. You know what I mean, Malcolm? I got them old <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I would say that to stop it right here. Like, let's say he the block gets hot. He does have a lot of space to run right here. Yeah. And I wouldn't be mad if he, like, if, that, if, if none of those rosters open, he just took off running. That's something that I want to see because uh, I, I want Jordan Love to get involved in the run game, to be Absolutely. a run game multiplier. But he, uh, can, he showed a lot, even – in the regular season games that he played, being able to improvise and things that things of that nature. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Jacob, you got anything there, man? Before we move on to play four. 
Uh, we'll see what play number four is or play number five. And if he doesn't uh, cover my answer, then I'm going to ask him. But I'm okay. feeling like he might be doing one. I don't want to step on his step on his yes. game, you know. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not good enough. Uh, let's go here because the last play is special to me. But uh, so on this one, they're going to be working out the pony formation. The, I call it the pony boys. That's trademarked in my <laughs> too. <laughs> Stay but, golden, uh, pony boy. Stay golden. <laughs> pony boys. The pony boys, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. But uh, so I'm going to just highlight uh, these two receivers down below. They're going to be on a – this is – I call it a slot cross mm -hmm. with a backside dig. So, Alan Lazard is going to be on the crossing route from the slot, hence slot cross or wide cross. They'll call it if it's a tight end. Yep. Then MVS will come on this deep dig. Now, I don't believe that this dig was Jordan Love's initial read. I believe he wanted to either go to Devontae Adams at the top or hit Alan Lazard across the middle. But watch how Jordan Love, he's able to go through his progressions pretty nice on this play. So I'm going to walk it through. And as you can see, this linebacker is carrying on with Aaron, with Alan Lazard. But as you can see, this cornerback down below, he's already flipped his hips. He's going vertical. <laughs> yep. He's going vertical. So Jordan Love sees that. And look, again, as I stop it, let me stop it. As you can see, he's looking to the middle of the field. I don't know if you guys can see that. Yeah, Maybe I absolutely, can. Absolutely, yeah. Like, he's looking to the middle of the field, then he comes back. So, he comes back to his second read, and boom. Yeah. Still, still on the theme of attacking the middle of the field. Like, I, like I would say most of his reps, that's what he's doing. He's yeah. not scared to do that. He's not scared to do that. And as you, like, as you zoomed in, too, watch watch the defensive lineman's arms go up, and you see Jordan kind of change that arm angle. If you, I was uh, going to say his release changed, it. and it was really quick. Yeah, watch 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 his arm angle here to avoid those hands in the air trying to trying to block that throwing lane. Watch this right here. See the hands go up. Yep, hands go up. Look, he's kind of yep. a little side it. That yeah. kind of reminds you of somebody, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Like just that quick twitch, that quick twitch throw. Yeah. Quick twitch throw, and he hits him in stride. Imagine if, you know, there weren't any extra defenders right there. MVS could still be running at this point, but I think he, I think this is an on-time throw. It's a beautiful throw. So I'm gonna move on to the next one because we have that's been on the common theme of attacking in the middle of the field. But now I want to get into attacking the field vertically. So. I kind of I, I alluded to this play where I did talk about this play in my film room on the passing with Jordan Love. So the 49ers, you know, the 49ers have had a common uh, practice of whooping on the Packers for the past, I don't know, decade. <laughs> but, uh, so they're going to be running cover zero on this play. These linebackers are walking down. This safety back here is going to be matched up. All these guys are matched up at this point. So. Jordan Love does, as you can see, there's nobody in the backfield with Jordan Love. So he has to know where he's going with this ball as soon as the snap hits because there's going to be six rushers versus five blockers. Yep. So what the Packers are going to be running on this play is a smash fade. So this outside receiver is going to be on the quick hitch. And Romeo Dobbs, who might have the most productive season out of the receivers, <laughs> That's not a take. That's just a prediction. <laughs> but uh, uh, so this is what they uh do: slot fade, smash fade. Uh, that's typically where I see it being called. But Jordan Love, I, I'm gonna just let the play play through and just watch how yep. Jordan Love just puts great touch on this ball. Romeo Dobbs has been a common uh receiver for Jordan Love, especially in the preseason. He has the most chemistry. With Jordan Love out of all of the receivers, and I know uh, our darling Christian Watson, he's projected, which I believe he'll have a out, uh, breakout season, especially playing uh, hopefully a set full seventeen games. But I think just the chemistry with Aaron, uh, not Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, and Jordan Jordan Love and Romeo Dobbs, excuse me, that's going to open up the vertical 
slot fade for these guys, especially in the quick game, because this is a common quick game concept that the Packers like to run. You've seen it a lot with Aaron Rodgers throwing it to Alan Lazar, who just didn't play like a 6'5 receiver, in my opinion. But yeah. Uh, just to kind of break the play down a little bit more, the the rushes are a little bit late, but one does eventually run free. Yep. And I would say Jordan Love has been under more duress than this, but all in all, he just knew that he had to get the ball out. It's kind of like he already knew what the coverage was. He even had Josiah DeGuar wide open, but he I think he just knew that Romeo Dobbs would be open on this play. Not to mention, and don't get mad at Brian Gutekinds. <laughs> this man right here. Y'all know who, who is that, that? Is? Who is? Tell him who it is. Tavarius Moore. And <laughs> oh, no. This offseason. The Packers signed him this offseason. Oh, no. off I'm sure it's for uh, either rundown purposes or special teams purposes, but this is one of your new safeties, you guys. So uh, <laughs> just to break down sort of how Romeo Dobbs gets open on this play, just a split release. He attacks his leverage pretty well on this play as well. Joe, Romeo Dobbs is a pretty decent side receiver standing at 6'2". I'm pretty sure he's over 200 pounds as well. So his shiftiness for his size can be a little bit overwhelming. And I think that's why Jordan Love has so much trust in him getting open in a quick instance. You've seen it with Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I think uh, Jaden Reed, who he's standing at 5'10", and people reminded me enough because – I said he was between 5'8 and 5'10 on the channel. <laughs> but he's 5'10, but he most he worked mostly as an outside receiver at Michigan State. I could and he ran a lot of fade routes and he had a lot of touchdowns and production on those fade routes. And he's not he's not scared to go above for that. Uh he's not scared to go to the top shelf for that ball. Neither is Romeo Dobbs. He had a few contested catches, touchdown. He dropped one against the Patriots that you know, they won't let him live it down. But I think Romeo Dobbs in 2023 can make consistent catches like this from Jordan Love. And I know that Jordan Love trusts him to make and, – and I would say Jordan Love, he's not the most settled either. Yeah. Hey, man, that's – for a deep ball, though, I mean, you're, you're talking about that ball's in the air for what? Let's look at it. Roll it all the way to the end if you don't mind there. Yeah, yeah. Let's see here. So from the 42 – yeah. to the goal line. So that's a 42-yard pass, and you can see he it's a flick of yeah. the wrist. It's like effortless. Flick of the wrist. Yeah. Like, I, would, I wouldn't even want him to really step into that throw. Right. Like, just do it how – if it if that's comfortable and you know you can get it there, or if it feels right to throw it like that and that's how you're comfortable and you know you trust Romeo Dobbs to uh, go up and get it, why not? You know, this is uh, – I think – not saying that Packer fans have been saying this, but I can kind of see the underwhelmingness of just since we don't have Aaron Rodgers, a few passing concepts are not going to be accessible to us. One being that flat, that fade. He didn't throw it particularly well against Kansas City in that uh, COVID game, but yeah, I think that he's going to. This is something that he's going to develop over time. This is more of a chemistry act rather than. He just not able to throw this pass like no he has to build up the timing with his receiver on his play what the release is looking like how fast can they get up the field and again what the coverage is how can i move based off the coverage so he knew that he had pretty much no help over the top i'm gonna go to my guy on this yeah. play bar none i was gonna say too you know the the scheme the play call itself didn't do him any favors i mean they're, they're running a zero blitz you got a little hitch on the outside uh, you know up top you yeah. got kind of a – it's a double a double fade more or less. You've got some underneath and over the top, but those are covered up. I mean, they might as well be impressed, man, right? Right, and right, right. He reads it right off the bat, doesn't even look to DeGuar and says, let's let's give our, give our guy a chance to – I hope to God, Malcolm, that he didn't look over and go, oh, that's Tarvarius Moore. Let me just throw it over. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> it kind of looks like it, though, right? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no, like he probably, he, pro he probably didn't know it was a safety. He probably yeah, didn't know right, it was a right. safety and – you know, that's why they play safeties. Like how cornerbacks don't play receiver, safeties don't play cornerback for that reason. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> no. man. Absolutely. Good stuff. That's that's all five, right? My thing. Yeah, that's right? all five. Good stuff. You, you know, I love it too. You didn't even dip into the Eagles game. That's what I love because the Eagles game is just like it's so easy to pick on that game, right? And, yeah. and, and Jordan really, and that was kind of the the more refined version of Jordan Love. This is early, guy. This is early in the game here, right? Yeah. And uh 
I think he's got all the tools. It's what Greg Cosell was talking about. I think he's a great passer. I think he's got all the tools. It's can he put it together on a consistent basis, and is he going to yeah. be the same person, the same player, the same team, teammate week in and week out? And I love how this, this locker room has rallied around him. Jacob, we've talked about it pretty much uh, all offseason, right? This, I mean, from Jair to Romeo. I love Romeo coming out and basically saying, look, he, it, there ain't going to be no change in the quarterback play. Like this, yeah. this dude's, he's ready to go. Yeah. That confidence, man, you know, it's one thing you, you'll let yourself down all day long. But when you got people yeah. around you that you care about and they care about you, you don't want to let them down. When they go to bat for you, it's, hey, there's, there's a little more invested, right? Into yeah. that, into that play. Um, wouldn't you say, Jacob? Oh, nothing. I was just going to, before we let him go, we definitely got to get a hard, prediction for the nfc north and for the packers record you gotta go you gotta have to say that all right uh well my consistent record has been nine and eight my okay. consistent record i would say we come in first i mean no we come in second we come in second only to the lions but i feel like us and the lions will have like it'll only be like a one game difference gotcha. i think that's the only difference Okay. Uh, only because I'm not sure about this run defense just yet, and the Lions have been emphasizing their run game, adding the, uh, David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs in the draft, and uh, emphasizing offensive line as well uh, with Penny Sewell, Taylor Decker, uh, who's the other young cat, Jonah. Yeah, yeah, Jonah something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I know, scared I know of lines. I'm not I thought I was the only person I, that liked the game. I wouldn't say I'm scared. I think we could beat them, but I think that, that <laughs> that's going to be the game that tests our heart. You know, yeah. I think the Packers, the only thing that's going to hold them back is their leadership and their grit uh, because that's been exploited in the past few years. Yeah. Yeah, so so you like the Jameer Gibbs pick? Is that right? I love the. I, I wanted Jameer Gibbs on the Packers. I, <laughs> I, want, I had I had spoke up on him. Like, I wouldn't be mad if we took him in the first round. So when the Lions drafted him, yeah, everybody else was saying, speaking down on the pick. I said, no, this is a pick. This is a playmaker. Yeah, a playmaker. I was, sitting, I was sitting back, like, man, I don't know. I guess, I, I guess, I don't understand football because everybody was bashing that pick. I'm like, yeah. that dude, he can, he can, you know, he can run the ball, he can catch the ball. You can flex him out, like Greg Cosell said. You yeah. can, he can play wide receiver. Forget, yeah. forget just flexing him out as a as a tailback. Like you, he could play, he could play X receiver. He's that good. He's that dynamic. I know people don't yeah. like to hear the term weapons. But that's uh that's what he is. He's that you can deploy pretty much anywhere in the offense, and he's just a, a good football player. I I, I think, uh, I, you know, I hope it doesn't happen because he's with the Lions. But I'm yeah. not be surprised if he excels for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So nine and eight. That's what he said, right, Jacob? I was going to say nine. I I was going to say I was a uh, I've been pretty hard on the ten win. Uh, Maybe train yeah i've right. been saying yeah. that quite a bit on my they podcast. call they they at that point they calling us unrealistic which i don't think it's out the realm of possibility i, mean, I don't think 10 wins are out the realm of possibility i think nine wins is comfortable though for me yeah for me it's i keep saying six to ten right that's that's the that's the range i see it's all going to come down to how does jordan love play um, yeah, and when i say how does jordan love play how does he protect the football you know, mm -hmm. if we control that turnover differential, I think we're going to be closer to 10 wins. If that gets out of control and and what some of the haters think uh, Jordan Love is going to be is just a turnover machine, that's mm -hmm. going to be a whole different ball game. But regardless, man, I don't know about you, but it's going to be a blast this year. It's going to be an absolute blast seeing this <laughs> unfold, man. Like, you said it, it's funny you brought up the Eagles game, and I kind of like wanted to bring something different rather than the Eagles game, but – I would say this. I didn't really cheer all season last year. I was watching, I watched every game, but I didn't have an outburst until I seen Jordan Love throw. <laughs> until I see Jordan Love enter the game and throw that touchdown pass to uh Christian Watson. I kind of had like an outer body experience <laughs> with that. Hey, this guy, this guy right down here did too. Right, right Man, down here. Jacob. He ain't wrong. He ain't like wrong at all. <laughs> yep. I love it. Love it. Love it. Um, so we're going to let you get out of here, dude. We appreciate you canceling the date and hopping on with us, man. You tell her it was Jacob's idea. I had nothing to do with it. All right. Yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> all in all, thank y'all. Thank y'all. This is a opportunity for those that don't know. This is my first time uh, doing yeah. live hey, stream. Man. So thank y'all for giving me this opportunity 
I promise you it won't be the last, dude. We're going to have you on often, and, and we're going to want you to hop on during the season. We'll get on here and chop it up Absolutely. and bring out some tape. And, and it's all about just, just learning together and understanding, all right, what are they trying to accomplish? What are the concepts? Right, you right, did a great right. job, man. Awesome job. We really appreciate it. And, again, you guys, that's Malcolm. You can find him on YouTube. Go to his YouTube channel, subscribe, Big Mac Breakdowns, and then find him on Twitter. Guys, he should have a much, much, much larger following on Twitter. Go to Twitter at HotboyMK underscore and uh, and give him a follow. He uh, he knows what he's talking yeah. about. Man, we appreciate your time, Malcolm. All right, thank y'all for having me. I'll see y'all later. All right, Thanks, bro. Malcolm. You have a good night, man. You Jacob, man, awesome, fine dude. I love that dude. Love his spirit. Love everything about it. Um, I, I went through and watched the videos after you seen them to or you uh, sent them to me, and just humble, understands the game, doesn't try to sound so smart that you completely. Uh, you know, uh, make everything complex, just straight to the point. Does an excellent job. Man. Yeah, he's really good too. Because um, if you're like me, I hate searching all over for certain content. And in all of his videos, he's kind of developing that he he'll do like his talking points up front, and he'll tell you like if you want to just skip to the X's and O's, here's the time mark right here. So if you don't want to listen to his opinions on stuff, but I tell you what, like like he said, that was the first time he's ever been on a live stream, and it's way different than having yourself just recording it and being able to cut it and edit it. And so, and plus I, he got noticed to do this like three hours ago, pretty much. And so that, that was what I was going to say was kind of cool is I looked this dude up and watched all his videos over the last couple of days, sent a few copies of it to Ryan and to Clayton and then got the okay to reach out to him like 12 hours ago. And in that span of time, we were able to hook up, get to know him a little bit get his stuff connected with our live stream and then test the equipment and, and it works. So for all that, I thought he did great. And uh, like I said, I think it'd be great to get after uh, our post game and break down some plays and hopefully scoring plays and wins and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. I will say too, that um, it sounds like he's more of an offensive guy, but I, I do want to, uh, we got to get Sam Holman back to start doing defensive breakdowns and stuff. Cause I still think that if our defense if we have a top three, I know that's crazy to think, but if we have like a top three, a top five defense, that alone, if Jordan Love's just decent, like 68, 72 PFF grade decent, I think we can still have 10, 12, 13 wins again. I mean, it's not unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. You got anything else you want to hit on before we get out of here? We're at about the 45-minute mark. I know Dakota was going to try to jump on, but I believe he's at work. So uh, anything else you want to hit on before we get out of here? Anything uh, nah, um, I don't know, man. You got anything that you uh, – anything exciting going on or – Um. Well, I know tomorrow night, <clears throat> now that you mentioned it, we're going to have Andy Herman on the podcast. Um, he's going to hop on with us. Andy and, Herman. Yeah, so we're going from Pack-A-Day podcast. Oof. We're going to get on tomorrow, and I'm going to pick his brain. You know, we're getting ready to get geared up for training camp. He'll be there for – for training camp and, and all your coverage right there locally in Green Bay. So we're going to kind of see, um, you know, what he thinks about this roster, maybe some early predictions. I don't know exactly uh, what angle we'll attack it from, but I promise you it'll be good uh, with him. And then we've got a couple other things in the hopper, uh, a couple other people that's looking to come on the show too. Some, uh, some fairly, uh, th there'll be people, you know, and um, I'm excited about it. It's people that's, that's played right there at Lambeau and, and here recently as well. Um, I'll give you a hint. One, if if everything goes as planned, he might have the uh, the most famous kneel down in Packer history. That's what he's become known for. So uh, pretty cool. He was recently in the quarterback room. You guys probably already guessed it. So um, we're uh, we're excited. The the goal here in the next week or two is to get Kurt Benkert on and uh, and chat with him. Just kind of I want to get his perspective on what the quarterback room is like in and out of camp, you know, going into camp and, and what do those quarterback meetings look like? He's got an awesome program. He just released. Um, and I think, it, I, I think it's football one Oh one is the name of it. I've got it downloaded on like three different devices and been studying it. He just breaks down the game in a very simplistic uh, way and uh, does an excellent job doing it. You guys, I'm sure you're following him on Twitter An awesome follow always upbeat, always positive, great sense of humor. So I'm excited to, uh, isn't he still like a professional gamer too, like on the side? Let's, oh, yeah, absolutely. He's, he's a big gamer. Man, there's a lot of people that are gamers. You know, we have Mike Wall on from time to time, and, and he does a podcast with Amon Green. Amon Green's like a professional. Oh, yeah. you know? And I love it, man, because, you know, there's some people that are oh, these grown men playing video games. Shut up, dude. Your life's miserable, and all you want to do is tear down other people. Like, <laughs> I don't understand it, man. I don't understand it. especially on Twitter, too. 
people say things that they would they wouldn't dare say to someone's face, which cracks me up. It's like it's like those people riding the bumper in the car, Jacob. You know, oh, yeah. they're, they're, but boy, they won't they won't walk up on your heels on the sidewalk. They won't it won't happen, right? <laughs> but, but they get behind that steering wheel and they think they're tough. But uh, I love the fact I love it when people they're just unapologetically themselves, right? Because you know, like we talked about before, man. But <laughs> when you when you're taking that last breath, you're on that deathbed. I have a hard time believing you're going to be laying there going, eh, "I wish I would impress more people." Yeah, you're probably going to go. I wish I'd have said flush them, dude. <laughs> 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 the way I want to live. Um, so I love it. I don't know. I just respect people like that. So anyway, we're going to get out of here again. Thank you to Malcolm. Guys, do me a favor. Please go follow follow him on Twitter. Again, it's at HotboyMK underscore and uh, on YouTube, Big Mac Breakdowns, uh, an awesome, awesome guy. Very humble, very good at what he does. And uh, I just he's got, love a random, he's got a random couple of videos that really blew up, too. And he's only been doing this for like two months. So he's just learning how to get into it. And I just, yeah, it'd be great if we supported him and then get him back on here for post game or wherever. Just some stuff yeah. here and there. Absolutely. All right, well, we're going to get out of here. Um, like I said, we'll be back tomorrow night. I think we're going to go a little bit later tomorrow, probably about uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Um, I believe – let me double check. Well, I'll, I'll tweet it out. You guys will get it. It'll be a little later than normal. Andy's got a lot of stuff going on. He's been uh, doing some work with uh, – was it WDUZ there in Green Bay and, and doing a lot of other stuff on the side. He's a very, very busy man. So uh, we'll get him on, like I said, and do a little camp breakdown. And, uh, and get this thing geared up, man. Jay, hey, we're coming right down to it. What, what is today, the 10th? So we're roughly 15 days away from camp. That's crazy. So, yeah. That's crazy. Yep. And the next thing you know, it'll be preseason and uh, regular season. I'm thinking about going to the Bengals game, the Bengals preseason game in Cincinnati. And then I'm also thinking about going to the Falcons week two game uh, down here in Atlanta. Um, it's just – it's going to make the postgame show so difficult. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I don't know, man. It's, it's right around the corner, though, dude. The leagues will be turning before we know it. So – Anything else, bro? No, man. I'm just yeah. That I just two weeks basically. That's crazy. That'll fly by, and then we have some crazy good content. Some actual people, like I mean, real news, real, not just theory anymore. Not just people <laughs> thinking. Now more bets. That's actual. We'll start to see the hierarchy, the the depth chart, the 53. It's going to be amazing. So stay tuned. Yeah. As we get closer to the season two, you're going to get those Packernet Fantasy podcasts, which is. Absolutely awesome. So I'm looking forward to those, man. But Jacob, I appreciate your time, buddy. Good job finding uh finding uh Malcolm. You've done an excellent job. So we're gonna get out of here. Thank you to everyone in the chat. We appreciate you uh taking time to to hang out with us. For those of you listening on the pod, hopefully we describe things enough that you kind of get the gist of of what uh Malcolm's seen there with the older Jordan Love tape. And uh hopefully, uh hopefully this made your work day a little bit a little bit easier. So everybody have a great day. As always, let's go out and be the change we want to see in the world and go pack go. For Jordan Love. 37. Here he is throwing in the middle. It's caught by Watson. He's got great speed. Turning the corner. Christian Watson down the sideline. And he will score. Whoa. Hang on. Love to Watson. To a one-score game. This one is the stunner. You basically feel like, all right, this Eagles team sort of has this thing under control. And then Christian Watson hits the Jets again. Six touchdowns now in the last three games. He is really something. When he gets in the open field and running, that was some throw by Jordan Love, too.